You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. You are tuned in to another episode of Unapologetic, and I am your host, Stacey Smith. And of course, I am joined by my co-host, Mr. Rayshon Payne. How are you, Rayshon? I'm not sorry. That's how I am. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Glad to be back in the studio. Yeah, you're looking good. Thank you. So are you. Well, I'll try out here in these streets. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, tonight we're talking about a very serious topic tonight. We're talking about domestic violence. And it's something that occurs um, more often than we may think. It may be occurring within some of your own um, friendships, um, families, and you may not even know it because... You know, we were actually shocked this week to hear about a domestic dispute um, between the rapper Fabulous and his girlfriend, Emily B. And if you are familiar with the VH1 show Love in Hip Hop New York, Emily B. was a former cast member. So she has her own uh, celebrity in her own right. So it was a pretty shocking um, allegation that came out. And we're going to talk about it a little bit in our uh, celebrity news but that's a topic that I wanted to talk about tonight in terms of domestic violence because it's a very serious um, conversation to have. And nearly 20 people per minute are physically abused by their partner. So wait, this is wait, something. You said how many? Nearly 20 people per minute. 20 people per minute are abused by the. That's a lot. Yeah. So that equates to more than 10 million women and men. Damn. Mm-hmm. That is. In now, a year. I, didn't, I never knew that. That statistic. That's a lot. Yeah, so and we'll be, you know, Damn. going through some more uh, statistics um, to enlighten you about domestic violence. And also, if you are suffering from domestic violence, to give you some information on how you can get out of a dangerous situation. But let's go right into our celebrity and entertainment news. So we'll go right into what we were just talking about. So allegedly... There has been some accusations that rapper Fabulous um, has been accused of abusing his girlfriend, uh, Emily B. He's actually been charged with aggravated assault and he could face three to five years in state prison. So TMZ actually released a video in which Fabulous was outside of their home that they share and he was talking to her father as well as her brother, and he was threatening them. And he also was threatening uh, his girlfriend, Emily B. And he was kind of charging towards her in which she was running in the opposite direction, which definitely showed that, you know, she was afraid of him. Um, Now, police reports are saying that he did actually knock out her front teeth um, in a dispute. So, We haven't seen any photographic evidence of anything, but that is what is being said, and he has been charged. Now, Little Mo, uh, singer Little Mo, as well as the rapper The Game, have both come forward um, almost in support of Fabulous, uh, almost to say that we shouldn't uh, shame him until we get all of the facts. Um, But, Rayshon, how do you feel about that? Well, I was going to say something, you know, about Fabulous... He would go for the teeth, wouldn't he? Um, I, I think it's a messed up situation, first off. Um, like, I heard the video. Video's bad. Did you, you know see the I mean? video? I didn't see it. I just heard audio. But, you know, from what I've heard, it sounded pretty bad. And it's found his own something. 
I mean, not that we're aware of. It's not like, you know, there's been accusations of anything before. Because it just sounds like, nah, he didn't got a hold of something. Because this sounds so, because Fab has always been kind of like the level-headed cool. You know what I mean? Like, you never really see him get too rowdy and upset. Like, I, I would expect this behavior from somebody else way before I expect this from somebody like Fab. But then what they always say is the ones you least expect, right? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, Fabulous but, has always been, you know, kind of like the lover in terms of, like, his yeah. music. Like, he's always had music that supports women and talks about, you, you know, loving them and, yeah. you know, treating them well. So I think it came as a surprise um, to many of us because yeah. his demeanor is very cool very laid back very chill um, but in that video which I did see the video his demeanor was anything but cool mm, I guess and I was chill a, that, I guess Fabulous is a character that he plays we don't know the real wait what is Fabulous's real name John okay see you had to think about that I don't know his last see? name off the top of my head <laughs> see, but I know somebody, his name is John that's like what rapper what is his real name so I, I guess that's John we, we saw John in the video we didn't see Fabulous so I mean, it's unfortunate. I feel bad. Uh, I feel bad for both parties. I'm going to tell you why I feel bad for both parties. Emily, you know, obvious reasons. You know, I feel bad for anyone that's in an abusive situation that feels like they can't get out of it. And fabulous. What's wrong with him? You know, what are you so angry about? You know, he's successful. You know what I'm saying? He's damn near kind of like a legend in his own right. You know, working to that status anyway. Mm -hmm. What is this about? I don't want to know. Like, is it deeper than what we see? Because you, it looks bad. Yeah, it looks bad. But we'll talk more um, about this story. And, you know, obviously the topic of domestic violence will go a little bit deeper into, you know, why this does occur, um, you know, within some people's lives. Um, but speaking of couples, uh, Rayshawn, I know this is one of your favorite couples, uh, Channing Tatum and his wife, Jenna. <laughs> They have actually announced that they are separating uh, after nearly nine years of marriage. So mm. on Monday, the couple actually released a statement officially announcing their separation. And in their statement, they said, quote, there are no secrets nor salacious events. Is that the right word? Salacious? I'll go with salacious? it. Salacious? Salacious. That's salacious. the word. There Gosh, I, I promise I did go to school. Okay. <laughs> there are no secrets nor salacious events at the root of our decision. Just two best friends realizing it's time to take some space and help each other live the most joyous, fulfilled lives as possible. Hmm. Um. Well, see, they're one of them couples that pissed me off because when they first got together, I gave them nine months tops. Who knew? Oh, nine years. Exactly. Nine years. So it was kind of like after a while, you know, you guys just used to them being together. It's just kind of like, all right, I guess, you know, this the real thing. Y'all ain't feeling like, what? Damn. So I guess it's one of those things. Um, I, I'm I'm glad they seem to be cool. They seem to be mutual. So. Yeah, hey. but don't they work together on that show? I don't really watch that no, show, but no, you know what I'm they, talking about, the lip sync show? Oh, uh, yeah, the lip sync battle. But yeah, no, lip sync battle. I think they just did it that one time. That was it. I thought they were on the show. No. Like hosting it? No? No. Okay. That, that's so LL and, and John Legend's wife. Oh, Chrissy. Yeah, Chrissy that's her Teigen. name. Yeah. Okay, all right. Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah. Clearly, I don't watch that it, much TV. Yeah, it, it, it's all right. 
Yeah, and I'm bringing the celebrity entertainment news. All right, <laughs> on to our next story. Allegedly. All right, so in case you guys haven't heard this by now, DMX, rapper DMX, is going to jail. So the news broke last week that he has to serve one year in prison for tax evasion. But now here is the real gotcha gotcha in this situation. After he's released, he's going to have to pay $2.3 million. Now, see, that's where the bullshit comes in because I can get you the $2.3 million a lot quicker had I not had to do this year. You well, see what I mean? Well, the judge is allowing him to make payments in monthly installments. Uh, what else could he do? <laughs> I mean, damn. Gee, thanks, judge. It would be better if I just don't go to jail or don't. Like, give me one or the other. Like, why are you going to get him both? Come on now. I just, but but he, you know what? It could be a situation right. where they're throwing the book at DMX because they're like, you know what? Well, we are tired of seeing you in a courtroom because DMX has been through some things throughout the years. He, this is not his first rodeo. No, and I mean, and then I'm thinking about the whole Meek Mill situation. You know, it's kind of like they're making examples out of these, you know, black rappers now for some reason. Uh, that's what it just looked like to me. Well, keep in mind that a black woman was the person that locked up Meek Mill. That was a black female judge. So your point that you I'm just letting you know that you would, you know, mm. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of controversy surrounding that, but we could talk about that in another conversation. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I understand your point. Yeah. I do understand your point. All right, but uh, speaking of Meek Mill, so this same judge that I was just referring to, she actually rejected his request to reconsider his sentence. See what I'm saying? So as we know, over the last couple of months, we've seen a lot of celebrities campaigning around Meek Mill's and his his release, and Uh, it doesn't look like it's going to happen anytime soon. What boggles my mind is the governor actually thinks that the judge is being, you know, harsh. Well, yeah, there were recommendations from the governor so my thing, to reduce his sentence. So why isn't the sentence reduced yet? If the governor, don't you remember like the old movies when the dude was getting dragged off to the electric chair? What they always say, the governor going to call. Well, okay, the governor's calling. Wait, was she just sending him straight to voicemail? What's going on here? Well, you know, they're saying that allegedly the judge, you know, has a vendetta against him mm. uh, for some personal reasons. But again, that's all he didn't alleged. Sign an autograph. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But here is a really cool story that I'm really excited about, and I'm sure so many women will be excited about this as well. Uh, Mac, yes, the cosmetics company Mac is actually going to finally release a collection in honor of the late singer Alia. So I'm really excited about uh, that. I can get behind that. Yeah. So baby girl, if you are like me and you are a huge fan of Alia, you know that this is something that they've been talking about you know, doing for a long time. And now it looks like it's officially happening and it will be hitting the shelves as early as June 21st. So I'm so excited about now, that. No, what I think is super dope is it shows you how powerful that Aaliyah artistry was that she only released three albums and still is this relevant in 2018. And mm-hmm. she's been gone for how many years now? Since 2001. You see what I'm saying? So the fact that, you know, her artistry, her her legacy is still relevant now in this generation, that says a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, let's keep this real. She more relevant than Brandy and Monica. Ain't they here? Really? That was so shady. I disagree with that. I love Brandy and Monica. Because Brandy and Monica 
are Manica. Manica. Monica <laughs> are legends in their own They rights. are. But guess what? Mac ain't got no line totally dedicated to neither one of them. Not yet. But Brandy <laughs> had her own doll. But who got that doll? A lot of people got that doll. Okay. Name Brandy had her own TV okay, show. Okay, no, that was hot. Yeah, her, oh, that you was know what? Dope. Hold on. Let's yeah. take it back. Brandy was a cover girl, okay? Before yeah, everyone else yeah. was a cover girl, Brandy was a cover girl. You okay, she put was... some respect on Brandy's name no, 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 and Monica. Oh, 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 hold on. I always said Brandy was the Beyonce of the 90s. Now, hold up. Now, even Beyonce never had her own sitcom. Not that I think we would have watched that. Let's just keep this one all the way one. I bet you we would watch it now. If there was a Beyonce <laughs> sitcom, everyone would be tuned in. Let's keep this real. Unless she ain't singing a dance and I ain't doing a dance to, to really hear her talk. Okay, yeah. Uh-uh. Now, if it was a reality show, like with the two of them. Yeah, that will never happen. It would never happen, never. but think about it. Like, And they called it Beyond Destiny. Oh, that's dope. <laughs> now, I would like a sitcom that's loosely based on their family life. Wait. The Carters and the Noses. The Carters. Oh, I want the Noses. Because there's some drama up in that house. Oh, boy. Infidelity. Okay, Other wives and kids. There. And the mama left the we're, daddy with the money we're, wasn't right. We're not going there. All right. <laughs> let's go to our final story, speaking of drama. So if you guys heard about this, um, Safari, rapper Safari, also known as Nicki Minaj's ex, um, he was robbed and he actually appeared on the Angie Martinez show. And he was very emotional about it because apparently he had just been robbed shortly before the interview. And now they're saying that one, cause they actually caught the suspects. They're actually oh, saying that up. one of the suspects was a friend of his. It always is though. Like when you live that type of life, you, them entourages, man, they, all them friends ain't your friends. Yeah, they're saying you know that he I mean? has known this person since he was like 14 mm. years old. I mean, that's a damn shame. But I, I heard that, and he should have just canceled that interview, to be totally honest with you. I wouldn't have went on the air personally. If I was that shooken up, you know, because how he described it, you know what I'm saying? They say he had him with face down, gun to the head, everything, you know, the whole nine. I was just kind of like, you know what? I can't do this right now. I mean, you know, we, we can reschedule. I'm sure they would have understood because I don't think I could have been on the radio crying like that for millions of people. Well, let me say this. There is just, nothing wrong it, with there a isn't. man showing emotion. I, and especially I, when something traumatic like that happens, you cannot blame this man for showing emotion. I am not putting him down for showing emotion. I said me personally, I could not do it. So I actually applaud Safari for taking his ass on line, I mean, on the air and shedding some tears. You know what I'm saying? Because, mind you, a lot of dudes wouldn't done that. They would try to be like, you know, no, I'm good. You know, No, nah, you know, that bothered him, and he expressed that. Yeah, especially because his uncle was killed recently mm, during see? a robbery. So. See what I mean? So all that probably, you know what? I had totally forgot about that. So all that probably was playing through his mind, the whole nine. So, like I said, he should have just canceled that interview, you know, just another day for Safari. But I'm glad he's good. So Yes, we're glad yeah. that Safari, Safari is, is safe. Good. He is safe. He's good. All right, guys, well, we're going to take a quick break. Yes. And when we come back, we're going to talk about um, our topic tonight, which is domestic violence. And we're going to talk about, you know, why this has, you know, been going on for so long and why people don't really talk about it. So tonight we're going to talk about it unapologetically. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Elevate and find. 
are back on Unapologetic in that was Eve with Love is Blind. Hey, it's a throwback right now. Yeah, throwback. But, Play you know, I have to commend stick. Eve for that because not a lot of people were talking about domestic violence in music. And Eve is probably one of the few people that has addressed this mm, issue. Especially in hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. hip hop and in, in song, period. So yeah. kudos to Eve um, for releasing that track. All right. So tonight we're talking about domestic violence and uh, it's in wake of. The recent allegations that have come against the rapper Fabulous, um, against his girlfriend, Emily B., his longtime girlfriend. They've been together for quite a while now. And if you're a fan of Love & Hip Hop New York, you've seen Emily B. on uh, Love & Hip Hop New York talking about their relationship. And it has kind of come as a surprise um, to many of us. And so we're just talking about domestic violence and some of the signs and, you know, if you're going through a domestic um, violent situation, how to get help. So first, mm-hmm. let me ask you, Rayshawn, because, mm-hmm. you know, we always try to be transparent on this show. Mm-hmm. Have you ever, you know, witnessed a domestic violent situation? Okay, now, before I even answer, and before we, like, we get to it, let's be clear that domestic violence does not just equal physical abuse. Mm-hmm. They're different form. Like I, I want to be clear that it, it falls under emotional, verbal, mental, as well as physical. So I, I want you know uh, people and our listeners to be clear. You know the few but mighty that are out there that you know it, it, it is deeper than just physicalities here. Um, but have I witnessed a domestic? I have. Unfortunately, I have, and I've witnessed. Domestic violence actually on both sides of where a woman was being abused and when a man was being abused, believe it or not. Because, yes, men do suffer from domestic violence. And I wish more men would speak up about it. You know, we live in a society right now where, you know, we have this toxic masculinity that a man has to be strong and powerful at all times. Mm -hmm. But guess what? We're human, too. We hurt. We get sad. We get, you know, our feelings. We get emotional as well and it's a shame that more men cannot speak about that you know what i mean right um so i guess to answer your question that would be yes <laughs> okay so let me ask you in terms version. of you witnessing um domestic violence on you know both ends what did you, did you actually like see an altercation happen like uh-huh. for yourself yes and what did you do um well no, we transparent on this show. The first altercation, I really couldn't do anything because these were people that I lived with. Mm-hmm. And I was a kid in the first situation. And I used to see this woman tear this man down every day. And this is why I said that, you know, domestic violence doesn't just stop at physical abuse. This was more of a verbal and a mental thing Mm -hmm. where she attacked his character, his manhood, his abilities as a man, as a husband and a father. And he just took that. You know what I mean? And all I could do in that moment was just witness it. The other situation, that was your more, you know, stereotypical domestic situation where the dude was beating up on a girl and I tried to jump in and then I ended up getting into a scuffle with the guy. Mm-hmm. We were all drinking at the time. Um, it was a while ago. It was a party. 
And whatever the case may be, I don't know what they were fighting about, but he was beating, you know, his girlfriend at the time, who was also the mother of his child. And I tried to break it up. And then me and him get into this, you know, physical scuffle. I'm not even trying to go there. He realizes what's going on. He comes to his senses. But she goes back. Mm-hmm. Now, that's mm-hmm. something that I want to talk about more because I feel like a lot of situations have happened with um you know, domestic disputes and people, they try to help. They, you mm-hmm. know, become involved and then the person ends up going back. Yep. And then, you know, the others involved are kind of like, okay, well, I'm done. I'm washing my hands of it because they're just going to go back to the situation. And it's a tough situation to be in because very tough. sometimes, yeah. you know, things happen, unfortunately, in a tragic manner in terms of maybe that person didn't make it out. And you're like, well, could I have done more? But then at the same time, you're like, but I did try and they kept going back. So it's a really tough situation to be in. And I know for myself personally, I have witnessed some situations and the person, they kept going back. And it wasn't until, you know, well, actually, I was going to say this one particular person, they're still there. But, you know, one person that, you know, was a good friend of mine and I really want to hurt her to talk about it on the show but she's not comfortable which I understand because she's still involved with this man because mm. they have a child together uh, um, and so I could understand why yeah. she didn't want to talk about it um, but you know she had to get to a point where she was strong enough to say enough I'm done and in her situation I think she stayed for as long as she did because they did have a child together and I know she always envisioned having you know, that perfect family dynamic because she grew up without her father in the home. And I know that she didn't want her child growing up without his father in the home. But you don't want your child witnessing you being abused because aside from the, you know, issues that he may have from that witnessing that, what about the issues that may come from it in terms of him implementing that same behavior later on in life? Because mm. that's how he sees, you know, women and men communicate. Right. It's now, through violence. No, when you say, you know, the whole helping situation, everything you said was absolutely like, you know, spot on. Like, I totally agree with you. Um, but when you said about the helping situation and how, you know, it's on your kind, like, what if something major happens? What right. if, you know, this person end up dying, you know what I'm saying, at the hands of the abuser or sometimes they take their own lives? Right. But with me, I tried once and I got, you know, swung on. You know what I'm saying? I got to, and I ain't, I'm not, I'm a peaceful person. I don't, I don't like a whole lot of fighting. I would do it if I have to, but I don't go out of my way looking for one. But if I see you go back, then clearly there's something deep there that would allow you to continue to get treated that way that I can't help you. Yeah, the reality you is, know what I mean? you know, in a situation like that, it's, the person that is, you know, facing the abuse, the abused, mm-hmm. has to get to a point where they're strong enough to walk away. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And, you know, sometimes, and I know this is going to sound kind of, you know, maybe bizarre to some people, but sometimes they become accustomed to that behavior. It becomes a normal behavior for them. It becomes the norm. But then, on the flip side of that, you can't even blame them because abusers, they slick. Mm-hmm. Like you, they, 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 as bad as they treat you on the flip side of that, they'll treat you so good. Right. But there, you know, that other side is coming, 
But then that good side, when it's good, they are so good. So you got to be really careful. So and a weak person, a weaker person, they don't stand a chance against a person like that. And I was also going to say, you know, sometimes the abuser, you know, can be very manipulative in terms of fooling everyone else around you. So Mm -hmm. you're sitting here saying, you know, maybe you're talking to someone about your situation and they're like, well, no, I don't see that side of that person. That doesn't even sound like something that they would do because they're so charming and, you know, they're so loving in terms of how they appear to everyone else. And that's something that I've seen. You know, I had a friend that was in a situation and, you know, and this is another friend. This kind of just popped in my head as I was talking about this. You know, she was telling us, her friends, like, okay, this guy is, you know, physically abusing me. He's doing these things. And some of her friends doubted her because they're like, well, we've never seen that side of him. He's always so nice. He's always so cool. And then he would actually call us and say, don't believe what she's saying. She's trying to, you know, um, manipulate you guys into thinking that I'm such a bad guy because she just doesn't want to say she doesn't want to be with me anymore. And then he was like accusing her of doing all of these things to make himself look Look better. Right. Right. And it was just a really messed up situation. And I'm really glad that she got out of it. Mm. And, you know, she's happily married now to someone else. And yeah, so Mm -hmm. she's she's doing good. But, you know, I can't lie. I always thought about the fact that her own friends doubted what she said because this guy was so, like I said, manipulative and so charming that he convinced everyone that she was a liar. Right. Just like fabulous. Mind blown. But do you know who always sees beyond the bullshit, though? Hmm. Who will always see beyond anybody's bullshit if you look through the eyes of a child? Oh, yeah. So anybody out there, if you listen, because we talked about this, like you said, the children... You know, they play a factor into the person, you know, well, I don't want to, you know, break our family up. Let me tell you something. That child ain't stupid. I don't know why parents think children are stupid. Your child is sometimes smarter than you. I have a nine-year-old nephew who is running circles around me on the computer. He is downloading and he is, like, doing all this stuff. I'm like, boy, what are you doing? And before I can even figure it out, it's already done. Children are smarter than parents you think they are. Mm-hmm. So if you're not happy, if the house is not happy, guess who's the first to know it? The child. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. Well, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about domestic violence on the other side. And what I mean by that is, you know, we often talk about, as you said, you know, men abusing women. But we don't talk about women abusing men. men. And it happens. And it definitely does happen. Yes, it does. So we're going to talk about that when we come back. So don't go anywhere. We're back on Unapologetic. And that was Tupac with hey, Keep Your Head Up. The greatest. Yes. Never be another. Yes, yes. So tonight yes. we're talking about a very serious topic and we're talking about domestic violence. And before the break, we were talking about domestic violence that happens with women being the abusers and how we don't talk about that as much as we do with men being the abusers. So I'm going to tell you something that my mom told me a long time ago. 
And so here on Unapologetic, we try to be transparent as possible. And we, you know, we talk about our own experiences. And I remember I was in high school and I got into a physical altercation with my high school boyfriend at the time. And I'm going to be honest, I initiated it. I was angry and I struck him and he didn't hit me back. He did not. I will I will say that he didn't hit me back. But I remember, you know, I told my mom about it and my mom was like, "Okay, first of all, you were wrong. You need to learn to keep your hands to yourself. And secondly, you should never hit a man and not expect to not get hit back. Because the reality is not every man was raised not to hit a woman or raised to be a gentleman and to not hit a woman when a woman strikes them. And so she basically told me, like, if you strike a man, be prepared to fight back. And she was right. And I took that with me, and that didn't happen again. <laughs> and it didn't happen again because she was right. First of all, I had no business putting my hands on this man, and I should not have been, you know, have been expressing my anger with violence, number mm, one. So you was the abuser. I was the situation. abuser in that situation, and I was wrong, and I take oh, full accountability for that. Um but I'm saying this to say, you know, a lot of women, we don't talk about this, is that a lot of women do initiate violence against, you know, the men that they're dealing with. And sometimes they get hit back. So let me ask you, is that wrong if they get hit back? No, because I think it's we want. Yes, we want, you know, these equal rights between men and women. So we teach men, you know, hit a woman. You never hit your hands on a woman, no matter how she pushes you, no matter if she da-da-da-da. Why aren't we teaching women the same thing? How about nobody hitting nobody? Right. How about we teach everyone to keep their hands to themselves? Because maybe I'm one of those men your mother was talking about. You know, you know, I love your mom. But if you hit me, I'm gonna hit your ass back. I'm sorry. That's just I, I, that's where I come from. The comments and views expressed by Rayshad are not <laughs> views of Stacey and I'll apologize. Okay. Hey, but I'm just being honest because I believe in keeping things fair because the thing is that's a form of abuse that does not get talked about. Why should a woman hit a man and he has just to take it and just you know internalize it? Isn't that what an abused woman does? Doesn't she take the licks of her man and just internalizes and then takes it and? And that's how it's supposed to be. So why is it it's supposed to be that for the man, but not for the woman? Well, let me say this. If there is a situation with men and, you know, you're finding your, you know, woman abusing you, hitting you, striking you, whatever, you need to leave that relationship. Yeah. Because you need to leave that relationship because I don't want you to get to the point where you do strike her or you do hurt her. And it's a situation where you can get locked up. Absolutely. Or you hurt her more law, than you intended to. Because in that situation, the law is not to protect the man. I'm, I'm sorry, because the thing is, Chris Brown, yeah, I said it and I'm going to say it again. I don't think he whooped Rihanna's ass. I think he was fighting for his life. And I, I love Rihanna. Everybody know I'm in the Navy. Rihanna all day. That's my baby. Rihanna, where you at? But. I do believe she from the islands. You know, the island girls are a little crazy. You know what I mean? So I do believe they had a heated conversation and she got to, you know, wailing them hands. And Chris like, bitch, you ain't going to keep putting your hands on me. And then let's just keep it real. He was stronger than her. 
and I, that, that's how I think that went down. Because well, we didn't see the photos of Chris, but we saw the photos of Rihanna. We did. Oh, okay, but I'm sure Chris was probably a little scratched up, but, you know, the dude is extra light skin, so they probably blended in, you know. No, they would show up more. Well, they were probably in the back or something. I don't Look, I wasn't in the car. I'm just saying, has Chris Brown put his hands on anybody else? And well, well, there's some photos surfacing, but that is in question. But however, what I'm saying is, in that situation, I think that's how that went down. I, I, I really do think that that is how that went down. That, you know, women are abusing men more and more and more than we know. And then this, this goes into that it's not necessarily a physical thing. Y'all mouths? can be a little reckless at times. So, okay, so if our moms are reckless, we deserve to be hit? And I didn't say that, but I'm just saying that is a form of abuse, though. No, I agree. No, I'm not that, saying that, is a form of verbal that the abuse man sure. should hit his woman if she talks reckless. But I'm just saying is that is still a form of abuse if you want to admit to it or not. That going off, you ain't shit, you ain't that, da 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 Okay, why are you attacking this man? If he ain't that, then why you still crawled up beside him every night? Now, sit your simple ass now. No, what I will say, I will reiterate what I said. If you're in a situation where you are constantly being, you know, verbally abused, physically abused, whatever it is. Emotionally, Like I said, whether you're, you know, male or female, that's a situation that, you know, you need to leave. And, you know, specifically we're talking about the men right now. Like I said, you could get yourself in, you know, a really serious situation and you're not thinking much of it because you're like, oh, you know, she's a female. She's just upset. She's angry. Okay, you know, I'll take it, whatever. But what if she takes you to that point of no return? Return, yeah. And you end up doing something you really regret. I've seen that too. Right. And that's why I'm saying, like, if you're in a situation like that, you just don't need to be in a situation with someone that's a ticking time bomb. And then, because with men, I would say, just leave, because like you said, imagine, like, your friend who tried to express, you know, her situation and none of her friends believed her. Imagine mm-hmm. being a grown ass man having to tell your boys, hey, y'all, my girl be my ass. It, it, it just wouldn't happen. You know what I mean? It, and it's a shame but that does. more men cannot speak up and say that. But it, it does. does happen. It does happen. So that's why I'm like, dudes, just go. Like, it's th- put it like this. If there's a brother out there getting abused, just know that women outnumber us like three to one. Well, one in four men have been victims of some form of physical violence by an intimate partner within their lifetime. Damn. See? Now, again... While we teaching men not to hit girls, girls, keep your hands off these dudes. Because, again, if you hit me, I'm hitting your ass back. I, I, I cannot stress that enough. Call me what you want, punk, uh, whatever. But I just believe in keeping things fair. Y'all want equal rights, right? Equality. That's what it is. <laughs> now, I will say that, you know, men, you are stronger Mm, so if you, I will say this. So if you're in a situation, and this is just my personal opinion, this and women, is I want you to know that too. Her personal men and views, women hear this, but men and women, you are stronger than women. And if you are being, you know, struck by a female, and 
you feel like it's a situation that, you know, you're not going to be able to control your anger and you may hit her back, you need to leave that situation completely. I'm not talking about leave the house and come back. You need to leave that situation before it escalates. Because if this if this is something that just keeps happening, that's not a healthy relationship. And it's going to keep happening. And it's going to keep it's going to be more and more. It's never going to be just... Or seek some counseling, something. Something. Like, seek something. And then don't be afraid. Tell somebody. It's somebody out there that will believe you. There's somebody out there that's not going to ridicule you. You know, you don't have to tell everybody because it's embarrassing. It, you know it, what? It's very embarrassing. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, too, because, you know, we were talking about Fabulous and Emily B. But let's talk about another celebrity that is kind of in the spotlight right now with some... Um, abuse allegations and that's Tamar Braxton and her husband Vincent Mm. Herbert so right now the uh, new season of Braxton Family Values is airing currently and Tamar has not been promoting the show and they haven't well, they're saying that she hasn't been promoting the show because she feels like her husband is being portrayed in a negative light. Now, Vince and Tamar actually um, have been separated and she did file for divorce. And if you recall, their mother, um, well, her mother, Evelyn, actually said to TMZ that there was some physical abuse going on within their marriage and she stated that she wanted Vince to keep his hands off of Tamar because she feared for Tamar's life and Tamar has yet to address these allegations but her family on the show they seem to be implying that she's trying to protect him and so do you think this is a case where Tamar may be embarrassed about the fact that there may be something going on in terms of some violence within her marriage? Hell yeah. Only because Tamar talked more shit and a little bit about every sister's marriage on that show. And now, what? at least our husband wasn't whooping our ass, Tamar. That's all I'm saying. You see what I mean? Like, yeah, wasn't that Gabe? He was a cheater. That's Trina's husband. Right, that's Trina's husband. Well, he, ex-husband. Right, he was. Well, he cheated on her, mm-hmm. and he well, tried to get her money. Right. But that was that was like after you know all that. And then with Tawanda's husband, what did he do? Whatever that case was. Well, he wasn't was. working. He, I know he didn't have a job. There was like some financial issues there. Uh, once again, they went around there beating their women. So you had something to say about everybody's marriage. But then yours seem to be like, well, damn, Tamar. So, no, she don't want that to get out. Are you serious right now? Somebody like her? Yeah, now there was, you know, a report a while back about um, Vince allegedly biting Tamar. Do you remember that? I remember he was hungry. Um, and Stop it. And that was kind of swept under the rug, you know. They didn't really talk about that. Um, and I know Tony kind of addressed it. You know, she said on a, uh, another radio show, she said that they kind of have a, a Jody and Yvette situation going on. And in case you guys don't know where that reference came from, it came from um, the film Baby Boy that stars uh, Tyrese and Taraji P. Henson. In a ratchet-ass relationship. they had a very volatile relationship where they were always, you know, arguing. And, you know, it did become physical on both ends. Um, yeah. And so... Tony kind of described their relationship like that, but she kind of did it almost like in a jokingly manner, like, oh, you know, they just kind of have a little, you know, Jody and Yvette situation going on, but they'll be okay. But now, see, now that you say that, when I'm thinking back on it, you know how they say hindsight is twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Now, Baby Boy is a hood classic, one of my favorites. I can sit here and cite it bar from bar, but I know the difference between, you know, reality and make-believe. 
Jody and Yvette was a fictional couple. But now people want to base their lives. Because, you know, you hear people, I want a relationship like Yvette and Jody. No, you don't. Right. <laughs> like, did you realize what that relationship was? He cheated on her constantly. It was an abusive relationship. Right. Let's just be honest. Right. That was a toxic relationship. And right. they were just going to make it work. Right. Man, why, why would you want that? You know what I mean? And I hate that, like you said earlier, how some people just say this, just the normal. This just is what it is. No, that's how you made it because right. it, you can have so much better. I know the heart wants what the heart wants, but who do you love more? This person that's whooping your ass and making you feel like shit every night or yourself? Mm. Who do you love more? Who do you want more? That's a good question. Well, we're going to take another break. Uh, and when we come back, we're going to address how you can get help if you are in a domestic violence situation. So don't go anywhere. Or we'll be right back. We are back on Unapologetic, and I think that was the perfect song to close with for the show. That was that. "Girl" by Destiny's I hate Child. That she chose that song. Um, why I, do you hate that I chose that song? Because I, I, I like that song more than I want to admit. Okay. That song do go. Well, you know, I love Destiny. I think Destiny Child is way better than Beyonce. All right, uh, back to our topic tonight. So yeah, that's another topic but, for another time. But the song, you know, kind of. Yeah. It's a great segue into, you know, us closing the show tonight because yeah, it's it about was. telling yes. someone um, what help. you're going through and seeking help. Yeah. Uh, so if you are in a domestic violence situation, and let me be very clear, whether you're a female or a male, you should seek help. You do not have to face this alone. And Absolutely. you have to understand that you are worth living your best life. And that does not consist of you being abused and mistreated. Absolutely not. And don't let no one ever make you feel less than a person. You know what I mean? You deserve happiness. And pain does not equate happy people. Come no. on now. You don't have to live in pain and suffering to feel alive. And love doesn't hurt. Yes. Despite what you may heard, Jaru, love is not pain. Okay, uh, that was a classic album, but people got that message all misconstrued. Yes, yes. So don't be afraid to talk about it. I know you may be afraid, you know, mm -hmm. like you may actually be afraid of what may happen to you if you tell, you know, that this person is physically abusing you or emotionally abusing you, mentally abusing you, whatever they're doing. Talk about it. Don't be afraid because you can leave the situation. Yes. And you have options. if you feel like this is a situation in which your life could be endangered, first of all, that's a clear sign that you need to be out of it and you need to go to the authorities so that you can make sure that you're safe. Mm, absolutely. Because okay? your safety is definitely the priority. And if you feel like you need to talk to someone, the National Domestic Violence Hotline is available to help you. And you can actually go to www.thehotline.org. Let me say that again because I kind of messed that up. But www.thehotline.org. Org, and you can give them a call at 1-800-799-7233. Again, that's 1-800-799-7233. Well, Rayshawn, thank you for being a mm. wonderful co-host and, you know, engaging yeah. in this very serious Absolutely. conversation. And y'all keep talking about it. Like, don't yes. be afraid to talk. Tell somebody, anybody that you think will listen, even if they laugh at you, don't just you got to keep talking about it until you find the strength to get out. 
And I'm gonna be kind of corny and we're in kind of cheesy. And all else fails, y'all. Just pray. If you ain't got nothing else, just have a conversation with God and just listen. Just talk to God and listen. That's it. All right. Well, on that note, we're going to close out the show tonight. So we thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you listening to our show. And we're going to be back next month. So tune in the first Thursday of May at 7 p.m. So you guys be safe out there. We love you guys. And we'll talk to you soon. Peace out.